0: Like I'm going to do to you though, oh bugger, Wellington thought quickly, Here we go, pushing hard against the floor, he tipped his chair backward, putting him out of reach of Featherstone's massive arm, now thrice the size of what a normal man's would be. The right cross had narrowly missed Wellington, but it did connect with a passing waiter. Wellington was in the process of hitting the floor when Featherstone picked up the poor man and threw him across the length of the dining-room. Unfortunately, he crashed into an exquisite mirror, shattering the glass and probably gaining seven years' bad luck. Wellington tucked his knees into his stomach, which gave him momentum needed to tumble back and away from the table. It was a prettily timed move, as Featherstone promptly flipped the table onto the chair Wellington had been sitting on. With their disruption, a shattered mirror, and the fate of the poor waiter, this was quite a bad day for dining on the African sunset all around. Patrons are now more hurriedly making for any exit, regardless if it led to the outside decks of the kitchen. Over the screams of the female passengers, Featherstone's howl at the top of his lungs could be heard over them. He grew larger and larger with each passing second, his teeth now too big for his mouth. "'So, Mr. Books, what am I to do with you?' Featherstone asked with a snarl as he looked down on him. "'Should I break your legs so you can't run?' I'll just rip you in two. I think you should hold your breath, he suggested. Featherstone blinked and cocked his head. What? Hold your breath, Wellington repeated with some care. From behind him, the signature whine of a Lee Medford Tesla Mark IV started up. Wellington rolled away from the sound, reaching inside his jacket to draw his own sidearm— an experimental of Axelrod and Blackwell's design. Its crystal-clear chamber flared to life as Wellington brought the pistol up, but he was beaten to the punch. A cerulean ball of plasma energy exploded against Featherstone's chest, sending this member of the House of Lords backwards into the far wall of the dining room. His hulking form left an impression where it hit, and the impact shook the whole dining room. Eliza stepped out from the doorway, lifting her tinted goggles to let them rest against her forehead. They were the only practical part of her attire, though her plum-colored daydress was quite lovely. She flipped a series of switches to put the generator into a cycling mode as residual electricity crackled between the coils of its conical barrel. Since that blast had been considerable, it would be a few moments before the rifle could do it again. A racking cough from Featherstone widened the smile across her face. He told you to hold your breath, she called out to him. "'Wellington rolled on his shoulders, wincing. "'I was truly hoping this lunch would unfold differently. "'I never even got to dessert. "'Did you see what happened to the creme brulee by any chance?' "'I think it's gone, darling,' she said with a grin "'as she flipped the safety off the rifle "'and glanced around the dining room. "'Until the generator showed green, "'it would be high-caliber shells now. "'But console yourself with this. "'It could have been worse. "'It might have been a repeat of lion.' Her lovely skirt swished as she approached him, a combination of elegant and deadly. To be fair, Wellington began, that was our first patient on the list. True, she said with a nod, adjusting her tiny hat around the goggles. We didn't know what to expect, and we have learned so much since then. The growl interrupted their conversation, and both Wellington and Eliza jumped to one side as a table flew at them. The shattering of wood and fine china "'accented with the ringing of silverware "'was yet another affront to the exquisite dining experience "'that the African Sunset offered. "'When they drew aim on where Featherstone had been, "'Wellington saw only a blur of muscle "'shouldering its way through the exit "'leading to the promenade deck. "'Wellington shot a glance at Eliza. "'Didn't expect that. "'That is a lovely thing about serving "'in the Ministry of Peculiar Occurrences, Welly,' "'Eliza said, shifting the modified rifle in her grip. A sure sign she was about to begin pursuit. We are always seeing something new. He followed Eliza through the luxurious corridors of the African sunset. Tracking Lord Featherstone was hardly a challenge. All they needed to do was follow the screams and signs of destruction. As they went, Eliza eyed the smashed oak paneling. Jekyll's cocktails tend to show all sorts of negative side effects he failed to mention in his ledges, I suppose, he replied, somewhat resigned to the uncertainty. The term negative is a rather subjective one.